welcome to the space where creators have aligned a positive and intellectual collab of open minds. We're sharing and learning from one another, it's a vibe. We give us a podcast on the mic. Subscribe, educators, spitting bars. I guess you didn't know, multifaceted and humble, taking off life goals. The classroom is my comfort zone, where I plant and sow. Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy, and hope. Reading is the key to unlocking your potential. Countless benefits, including cognitive and mental. Regardless of the genre, books are highly influential. Go get yours, I'll get mine. Make you strive. Monumental. Come rock with me and get down to this new jam. I had a very simple plan Educate the masses Through books and life lessons It's the Grand Slam I'm out Talo falava Malo elele And welcome to the Reads with Rosa podcast I'm really excited to introduce today's guest It's been a long time coming And we're finally able to make this happen He is a father, a wordsmith An artist and creative An entrepreneur, a mentor and role model In his community and he's a proud Tongan, born and raised on the North Shore of Tamaki Makoto, Aotearoa. It is such an honor to welcome to the show, Siose. Woohoo! What's up, bro? Hey. How are you? What's up? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Man, it's good to see you. It's good to have you here on the platform. Finally, <laughs> how are things in your part of the world? Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, everything's well. I'm just, I'm here in uh, Auckland, New Zealand at the moment. Um, I reside out in the, the, the east side at the moment, but um, weather's not too nice, but um, I'm doing well, man. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, fam, whoever's watching, if you're watching the actual video, I mean, if you're listening, you're missing this, but if you're on YouTube watching this, I mean, we did not plan this whole color coordination. I mean, can you all see the tongue and flag in the background? Just saying, just saying. Okay, <laughs> moving along, moving along. Uh, okay, bro, I like to ask my guests just to do like cool. a brief intro. Shout out your people and your villages. Cool. Go ahead. Sweet. Malo um, um my name is Sose. Um, yeah, man. Um, my father is from uh, Tonga, Haapai uh, Uiha in um, Haapai. And my mother is also Maori, um, obviously from Aotearoa. She's from Tainui in Te Arawa. Um, yeah, born and raised, um, proud uh, North Shore boy, Shore boy. Um, yeah, man. I just, man, I'm out here. I reside out in the east side. Um, and yeah, that, that's me. There we go, fam. Okay, the North Shore of Auckland City. Mm. What is the North Shore that you know? I mean, I feel like people who live in Auckland have this, like, perception of what the North Shore uh, is. But for you, yeah. you know, born and bred there, tell, tell us what you know about it. What's your story there? So, um, I'm 21 plus 13. <laughs> <laughs> um, back in my time in the early 2000s, um, the North Shore, especially where I'm from, um, Beachhaven at the time, um, we have we got state housing there too. Um, for those that don't know, emergency housing. Um, and yeah, I grew up in a in, in, in Beachhaven, and at that time it was just a lot of our own people. Um, you know, not doing too well. I don't have a lot. Um, at times it got it got pretty um, pretty hearty. Uh, to say the least, but uh, I think I was just proud to be there. Uh, I was raised by a single mother, and um, man, me growing up, that place is, 
I think what that's why I rep so hard that that side because my childhood was embedded in those streets. Um, I was always quite a good good dude, so I wasn't really doing any of the other stuff. But I don't know. I just you know I still go visit, um, and I still sort of see myself. You know, the young me um, out on the in Beach Haven. So yeah, I think it's more like a, an attachment, like a nostalgic, um, so to speak. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I, a lot of my childhood was spent there. So mm. still a lot of me has a lot of attachment back home. And um, mm. yeah, that'll, that'll always forever be home for me. But yeah, we were stigmatized as that. Oh, man, you you know, you must be from Devonport or right, you must right. be uh, Long Bay. Like those are Takapuna, like all the nice places. But that little cluster, like, you know, Beach Haven, Northcote mm. and parts of Glenfield, there's our own people in there, Indigenous and Polynesian. So, um, yeah, for the longest time, um, being outside of the North Shore and having to um, repeat myself, like, what, where's that? Or, mm. are you sure? Do you even have that in, in, on the shore? You know, we, we were always labelled as rich guys, but that wasn't the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, mentioned mum's family, you know, your cultural mm. roots, mum being Māori. And I was wondering, yep. um, yeah, like being Māori and Tongan, like how mm. were you, in terms of your community, yeah. uh, did you have the best of both worlds? Were you able to get the best of both worlds or was it more with mum's family? You know, mm. how, how did that, what was that like? I think for me, like, to be honest, like growing up and being on the shore, um, I was floating, I was a bit lost. I, I didn't really know my place in society because I was Tongan and Māori, but on my passport it said I was a New Zealander, Kiwi. But I wasn't very much attached to my culture in, 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 in those years on, on, on both sides. One thing that I, I, I do know is that my mum went away to, to uni to study, to learn more about um, you know, Māori culture. Um, she gave it a crack. It was quite short, um, but it was more. Uh, my mother would always drop me off to my 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 first cousins in Central Auckland, where they were on my father's side. They were um, quite heavily uh, in the Tongan culture, and growing up, I would see it, but not really identify myself to it. Or neither neither sides, Maori mm. or Tongan, because I was still trying to figure out well where do I sit. But um, I think I was very blessed in the last couple of years to reconnect to my culture, uh, especially more my Tongan culture. I just um, I just graduated my level four uh, certificate in Tongan language, and that honestly now I don't feel like I'm floating anymore. I feel like I'm more grounded, um, and also the same. I, I, I'm a youth worker, so like I think also understanding. Um, where 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 I come from, where I am, and I kind of had to dig deep too as well into my into my Maori culture. Um, mm. But very fortunate, my brother and his partner are quite um, heavily in that space, and my bro is is um, is uh, taking the 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 leads on on, on our Maori side. But um, I guess we're just at a point of in our lives being. Um, parents that you know we want more for our kids so we need to be a bit more grounded and and who we are and where we come from so yeah 
that's that's mm. where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. I love that you share that because I think, um, you know, in this day and age where there are a lot of resources, there are many of mm. uh, many of us, many young folks out there just trying to reconnect, trying to mm. learn the language, trying to find, like you said, find their feet, find their place in the world. And it's cool, right? Because some, you know, like rather than talking about it, you're just getting out and doing it. And like you said, being, you know, yeah. being parents, being a father, that's mm. an important part of that element, right? It's like, yeah, it's important to make those connections. And I feel like, you know, there are many people have their own stories, but it's like in this day and age where there are a lot of resources and people you can reach out and connect to, like, why yeah. not, right? Utilize those spaces, utilize those courses. Congratulations, mm. you know, with the level four. I mean, you know, like, you can proudly say that like, I did this and for your, mm. you know, up for your family, young family, seeing you be able to do this, your son seeing you be able to do this. I mean, that right there is role modeling. And it's so mm. cool to hear that because often we hear, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know, but there's yeah. so much out there, right? Like, yep. get out yeah. and do it. That's so cool. Yeah, man. 100%. I think that was a massive thing. Um, I wasn't really around it or had the, the language um, mm. in the house. So um, a massive part of that was being able to learn the basics. Uh, I still have a lot to learn, but mm. to be able to 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 read it and um, know a few things, therefore I can pass that on to my son. Um, mm. But yeah, that'll be a journey in itself. But yeah, still out here, still here, still trying. Slow steps, you know, one step at a time. That that's, that's what that's what it's about, right? You know, mm. um, just going back to how you mentioned, you know, mum, uh, going back to study, trying to, you know, trying to get that knowledge, trying to get a bit mm. more educated. Um, for you as a youngster, seeing that, you know, seeing yeah. mum role modeling that, despite everything else going on mm. in your community in your household, yeah. How did that uh, impact your dreams and, and goals that you, I mean, were you dream as a young COC? Did, mm. What were you dreaming about? What did you want to do? I think uh, for me, um, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't think that uni was a thing, to be honest, at the time I was so young, but seeing my mother role model that and even give it a try. Even at that time, I think I was just still caught up being, a, well, at that time, maybe a 12 13, 14 year old. So I think uni or any sort of education at the time was for me. Um, but definitely seeing my mother give it a try and seeing all the hard work she put in and being uh, being someone like myself that went into to, to do study. Um, mm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. But, you know, I got through, I graduated and yeah, yeah, that's sort of my thoughts on that anyway. Oh, good. And, you know, like I wanted to ask, I've, I've got some words here um, as, we, as we move along, and I just wanted to know if you could just perhaps describe uh, cool. what this means to you. So, Siose, uh, the father, how would you mm. describe yourself as a father? <sighs> to be honest, um, it's, it's been a long time coming. Um, this this version of myself that you see today um, wasn't always here, and it's let's just say I had to do a lot of um, I made a lot of wrong choices along the way, but it built the person that I am today. And I guess it's a a lot of um, I think it's just a lot of me just trying to uh, 
forgive myself um, for, for a lot of choices that I made. But I am who I am today through those things, you know. That's why they call it the life journey. You're supposed to go mm-hmm. through a hell of a lot of things to understand things a lot clearer. And I feel I'm, I'm at my best version of myself right now. And it's only going to get better. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay, so you're saying the sun. <laughs> How would you describe yourself uh, being a sun? Sucks. <laughs> um, man, I'm not trying to get upset, but I think right now I'm just, I'm really proud. Um, I come, I don't come from much. If anything, I don't come from anything. And, uh, you know, shout out to my mom. My mom held it down for the longest time being a single mother. Um, you know, we experienced a lot, but for me, that's why I live by that, um, that saying still here. Cause right up from very young, you know, I experienced a whole lot of things that, um, not everyone would, but I think I had to go through those experiences to, to put me in my place where I am today and, and, and that's serving others. So. Yeah, I'm proud. Mm. I'm proud where I am right now. And um, yeah, it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. Mm. So you're say the mentor <laughs> and role model. I mean, you probably will shy away from this, but mm. I think it's important for me to to ask that and have you, yeah. how would you describe yourself? Man, that's a that's a quite a, a difficult, because like you said, it's, it's, it's very foreign to talk about yourself mm. in that way. But to be honest, I reckon what I brought to the table was just being authentic and my experience of seeing um, what Arangatahi of today uh, are still going through because I see a lot of myself, a young me, um, not much st- stability, uh, not much guidance or mentorship around. And with my life experience, I know I can share that to, to serve others. So, yeah, still a weird um, idea thinking that you're a mentor, but I, I, honestly, it just comes down to life experience. I, I have a lot of that, and that's how I've um, I've used that that title, youth uh, mentor or mentor. Mm. Um, it's just yeah, giving back, using what I know and what I've experienced. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think it's interesting that yeah, I mean you you're right. It is foreign. It's weird to kind of describe yourself in that way, but mm. I think that it doesn't mean that we should shy away from it because naturally with the community spaces that you're working in, it's what you do. You have young folks who are you're role modeling for them. And while 100%. you don't say, while you don't hold up a sign and say, hi, everyone, I'm a mentor. <laughs> like naturally, like you just do, right? It's your yeah, service yeah. to, to the people that you love, to your family, to your community. So I think, it's important to to not shy away from asking that question because you know mm. why not the work uh, that you're doing with your collective with your friends uh, yep. in the community it's impactful and we we need to be um, we need to acknowledge that and give flowers mm. in that sense as much as we don't want to go oh yeah okay <laughs> cool yeah I know I'm doing this important work and this mahi but shh, do you know what I mean? Like, so, so I, I feel you. I, yeah. I, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still trying to get flowers. used to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. The wordsmith. I mean, let's, I know mm. we've talked a lot about the different layers to your identity, your upbringing. Mm. But this is a whole, this is another layer of who you are, if anything, mm. such important mahi that you do in this space. Siose, the wordsmith, how would you describe yourself? 
Man, it's been a long time coming, you know. I've been uh, doing this since I was in school. Um, my last year was back in 2006, so probably give you an understanding of how old I am, but it was always a passion for me. And life hits you after college, you know. It, it stayed a dream and then it didn't really look attainable. But I was lucky that I had people around throughout the years that kind of reminded me, like, man, what are you doing? Like, if you have a gift, why why aren't you um, doing anything with it? Why are you not trying to pursue it? And I think I've just been lucky to be around, to be around the right kind of people to draw that back out of me. And um, yeah, I mean, in the more recent years, I'd say in the last two to three years, man, it's just been a hard grind, almost playing catch up. That's what's always been in my in my mind, it's like I had other commitments um, that required my time and my effort, my energy. As soon as those things came away, I just, man, I went 150, 200% into the craft and grinding. And um, man, I'm here. It's, it's, it's brought me this opportunity to be here today with you and many other things that have come from it. So, you know, it's, it's a good thing to dream. It is attainable. You just got to put in the work, like a lot of work, but right. yeah, you can get there. Slowly Anyone but surely. Absolutely. Slowly absolutely. Surely. For real. And then an extension of having this gift with words, which we're going to get into later, um, cool. you know, being a writer and telling stories. Uh, I mean, tell me <laughs> something, but, but yeah, what is, yeah. Yeah. So you're I think the writer me, and storyteller. I think for me, Rosa, is that um, initially we were, we were going through lockdown here in New Zealand at the time, and I sort of needed an outlet for myself. Um, I was in a situation at the time that was quite, um, it was quite heavy. But um, to maintain my own personal uh, well-being, uh, I just wrote. I, I would just find a beat on YouTube um, and write. And to be honest, I was my own therapy through a lot of that. And the writing really helped me uh, articulate my feelings, my emotions at that time that I was dealing with. And it just evolved. Um, things are a lot different from what it sounded like back then. But yeah, as a writer, I just, I think it's so dope to be able to express yourself and it become like this art being put on a platform that everyone can see. And um, it's not even entertainment for me. I was my own therapist and mm. I felt confident enough in myself to share it because I was hoping that it could reach someone else that was dealing with uh, the similar struggles. And um, yeah, it, it got me places, man. Um, mm. But yeah, that, that's my that's my outlook on things. Eh? Yeah. You know, I also wrote here entrepreneur and maybe you don't think of yourself in that way, <laughs> but I've seen just little projects and, and things that you've got going on. So yeah. how would you describe Siose the entrepreneur? <laughs> oh man. Uh, Siose is still trying to get used to that whole concept because <laughs> you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship and business, yeah, that's a whole different like yeah. ball game. Eh? Like it's so foreign to me, but I've been very, very fortunate to be around, um, other artists and 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 um, business owners that are of that are Polynesian, and they've been showing me the ropes. Um, and it led to like the merch that I'm wearing right here. I'm just gonna flex a little bit. Okay, and flex, little, bro. Do it. <laughs> a little, little something, something, and um, I'm sure we'll go into detail. But 
Um, yeah, also the comic. So, yeah, there was, it's, it's, I think I just needed to look outside of the music because from my understanding, there isn't a lot that you can make from the music side of things. So um, I actually used to love to draw when I was younger, in my younger years, but obviously at the age that I am now, I'm not too good at it, not too good at it. But um, I, I reached out to someone, shout out Mongus, um, and we just connected and we were able to come up with all the merch as well as the comic. But yeah, still trying to figure it out there, Rosa. Yeah, and we're going into that, fam. If you're watching, <laughs> if you're tuning in on the audio, and if you're watching on YouTube, we're going more into this. Check the bio. Check how you can connect with Siose. Not just his music, but these other little projects that he's got going on. <laughs> Bro's got it. Seriously, tune in. Okay, so, you know, I want to talk about the New Zealand hip-hop culture, well, New Zealand hip-hop cool. culture uh, yeah. in itself, and then the scene, and in terms of your... Uh, experience um, yep. on the come up. So, when did you actually cool. first hear rap music or see Ooh, elements of hip hop culture? Oh man, we would have to take it real early to my primary days. Um, mm. Just seeing, hearing it on the radio, um, not so much in the household, but more the radio. Um, mm. But I think I was real inspired by um, by East Coast rappers uh, okay. from 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 the early nineties. Uh, where it be Nas, uh, Black Thought, Common, all these guys in the early years, that, that's what it was for me, just like amazed by how they structured their writing and um, how they delivered it. But I think it took a more serious when Nisha Mystic hit the, hit the scene. Mm. Them to me, man, just to see that there's someone that's like me or looks like me um, doing what they do, wearing the cultural attire like being super proud of their polynesian heritage um that for me was hella inspiring and i would have only been an intermediate at the time showing my age um <laughs> and just seeing them live bro i was just like who are these guys like that um Nisian style for me that was it around the the burning drum um you know, these cats from central Auckland, I'm this young dude from the shore, just seeing that, I was just like, mm. mind blowing. I was like, what is this? This is a whole new sound. There's no one like them, but they're more so that they were just proud to be Polynesian. And I think that's that's how I carry myself in the music today. They have a massive inspiration to me um, as Nisha Mystic. Oi, just uh, just side note here, fun fact for everyone, uh, when you get a karaoke, when you get a karaoke here in Japan, <laughs> you can find Nisha Mystic on the karaoke, it's, it's yeah, like Crazy. for real, uh, it's like every time I gotta look up Nisha Mystic, yeah, for, I mean, I know the music, but what? I'm just like, okay, everyone dance to this, for real bro, just a side <laughs> note, just a side note, okay, uh, personally, what are your favourite elements of hip-hop culture, I mean, obviously, the rap side to, but there are other elements like were you like doing the b-boy thing back in the day or again were you just like watching it in awe like i, I think from right from the early years even in intermediate uh probably my last years of primary i was already trying to give breakdowns to go oh, yeah. um a bit of hip-hop i was i wasn't the nicest but <laughs> i think those were part of the elements of why i loved hip-hop it's a culture I love the the dress sense, um, obviously the music, the DJs, the graffiti, like mm. I am a creative, I've been a creative for the longest and 
yeah, those things really resonated with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, you've seen it all, you know, now, um, you know, currently 2023, how would you describe mm. the New Zealand hip hop scene? I mean, there have oh, been phases man. and many changes. I, I, I'm going to let you take that one. <laughs> Shot Rosa. Honestly, bro, New Zealand music, we're thriving, man. Like, I think what's even more, um, what's so good about it is that we, we're able to articulate ourselves and we're connecting with our people, our culture. It's not so much of a American influence. Right, um, right. The, the likes of, um, I'm just going to throw a few names out there, but Rizvan, um, the from Rizzy! the outside food. If I wish um, that spew in the bro, we just did a yes. project. Um, his whole team, um, a lot of up and comers too, like, Man, it's just um, it's just such a wholesome scene, man. Like, and and it's crazy. It's smaller than you think, and everyone connect quite well. Mm. Um, where they be out and about or at gigs or gigging with each other, but yeah, right now, like the scene is so healthy. Um, I I'm proud to be able to to see see the growth and and see the people coming through. Um, but yeah, there's there's others, you know, Diggy. Um, mellow like mm. um you have uh you know ghosts and uh dusty with um dirty there's man there's there's so many there's a long list but it's thriving it's doing really well and um bro, i'm super proud of new zealand music and honestly we stand our own even to the rest of the world um that's how much confidence i have in our in our community our our, mm. our senior outside of hip-hop yeah mm. and rapping with um i mean well i think what i really like now is just hearing rapping like and i i hate talking about accents but i mean when we mm. talk about hip -hop, when we talk about rap music you know yeah. like gone are the days where you're trying to be like you know like rap like the american you know like yeah, you yeah, know your role accent. models <laughs> you know what i mean but it's yeah. so cool to be like and i know it's not new like it's you know mm. been gradual thing and it's cool yep. right like we're just it's okay to be your kiwi accent like no one or you know rap the island or whatever it is it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's dope it's like um that's what makes us unique is you know mm. the aussies have done that so well in the last oui. couple of years people are embracing that New Zealand have been doing it for the longest. The likes of again Rizzy or mm. Tom Scott, um, yes. and even those before them, you know, they've made it okay to just use the New Zealand accent to talk mm. about our stories because it's unique to us as a uh, as a country, as um, um, as us and in this New Zealand hip hop culture, eh, in the scene. Mm. Yes. Okay. I know this is going to be difficult for you because. But I have to ask, <laughs> New Zealand MCs, top three New Zealand oh, MCs. Man. Don't come for him, fam. It's his own <laughs> personal choice. Don't be out there hating in the comments. No, I'm just kidding. Bro, oh, our top three New Zealand MCs. You got you to gotta, gotta answer that, yep. man. Come on now. Yeah, no. Nah, to be honest, it's a very, very easy one. Um, okay. And honestly, just a massive shout out uh, to, to the top three. Um these are guys, these are the, the guys that are, are like the goats in the game for me, uh, my own personal opinion. But um, firstly, and it's not biased, but I have to, I have to go with Rizzy, Rizvan. Um, just, man, just what he's been able to put out. It's so meaningful and, and it benefits a lot of people. Um, 
I got to go Tom Scott. Um, mm. Again, just a dope MC, and he's, he's been doing it, man. And being able to encapsulate or articulate himself in a way that us New Zealanders understand. Um, and then I've got, I've got to put Morico in there, right? Mm. Um, man, that, that man has the dangerous punchlines. Um, just very witty in what he does. But um, honestly, not too far away. If not, if, if someone had to come out, I have to put Shea through. So I gave you four. Mm. I gave you it's four. It's all right. But... It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to shout out Rizvan. Uh, like we've had him on the show before. I have mad yeah. respect, a lot of respect yeah. for Rizzy, out, Rizzy. his grind and mahi. And mm. um, not, just the, not just with the music and the creative um, side, but definitely, again, with the brother here, Siose, mm. just what they are doing in the community, impacting mm. the lives of young folks, uh, role modeling that, sharing their stories. I mean, fam, you know, I could go on. I'm a huge fan of Rizvan, so <laughs> that's what's up. Um, what's the difference from your, in your opinion, what is the difference between an MC and a rapper? I actually watched okay. some videos and things, and this question came up, and I was like, I'm going to ask Siose. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. him thoughts yeah and some elements they're both one and the same but mm -hmm. i think it's more looking at you can have um real dope uh rappers or mcs that are really good at freestyling mm -hmm. but that might look a little bit different with someone trying to um talk on a story so there's two different you can get someone that can sort of just be free with what whatever they can or that they want to talk about in a freestyle but when it comes to like a story, that's a whole different thing. You're trying to, mm. to you're trying to paint a, a picture of the theme that you might might be uh, talking about. It could be love, a lost one. When it's a freestyle, that can look a lot different. You know, you're kind of just you're talking about anything and everything. You're only sort of really putting words together. Um, and then you 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 know you got that real like styler like real. Um, uh, swear kind of rap you know that's uh that you hear today that uh people want to you know have a good time to um mm. those are sort of the categories that you can kind of put them into but i think that's what kind of um differentiates the difference between um those different things when when you are a rap or mc so they, they're mm. sort of one and the same to be honest yeah mc okay. is actually an old school term from right. way back but mm -hmm. a rapper sort of more forward, uh, you know, you could even say the, the earliest of the 90s, um, that that was more present as a term of of calling um, or, or the growth of an MC. But, yeah, that's sort of my take. Okay. Yeah, uh, take that with a grain uh, of salt, though. <laughs> We're all good here. We're all good here. Uh, okay, I want to I wanna really hone in on your craft and, and the music mm. that you're putting out there, the stories, uh, which you've yeah. kind of alluded to already. Um, mm. But I need to ask, do you play any instruments? No, you know what? I wish. I tried to oh. play um, very young. I tried to play the guitar, but, bro, I was just so unco and, like, <laughs> my fingers looked like I was pulling gang signs. So... <laughs> Um, I just, I don't know. I wasn't a natural, to be honest with it, but I'm happy my son's done piano. And okay, sweet um, he's, as. He's going to take the wherever he takes it. But yeah, yeah uh, no, I did it, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, so do you remember when you first started writing 
um mm. rhymes or maybe for you back then it was you know it was it was just really poetry or just thoughts and mm. ideas that popped up in your mind do you remember yep. when you know uh yeah for me i believe it was i think it was back in 2003 it was probably my first year of college um mm. i think we got given i think it was quite open we were able to share um something about ourselves and um i remember being in class like well my man my raps back then the bubblegum raps um <laughs> yes that was me um hey you gotta start somewhere um but yeah my 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 fondest memories or looking back back then it was it was in english we got to share a bit about ourselves and i did it and man i got a bit of reception from it some people like mess with it they're like man that was dope so I guess also getting that kind of attention at the time, it was like, you know, you're young, full of ego. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the first time, I I'd say 2003, like either my first year or second year of college. Yeah. Damn, it's a long time ago. <laughs> and, and do you have a lot of notebooks? I, I, I've asked this question, you know, some people are like, nah, I didn't do the notebook. But actually a lot were mm. like, you know, the rappers that have come on MCs, been on the show, they're like, um, yeah, I had notebooks, piles of it. Was that you? Yep. I've so um back in that time, me, eh, you know, we we're writing. Um, I still have a few of them that just been put away. It's more just mm. for me to look back and be like, man, bro, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> bro, Looking back at the Oh way. man, I, I really had some issues, but we're okay, we're okay. It's all good. <laughs> Oy, but yeah, I um... do I do have a few. Okay, and then, you know, like in terms of now, like are you still, mm. I mean, because some people just naturally, they like to journal and write, but yep. are you like now, you're like now, I'm on my notes app, eh? like or on your laptop, like what's what's it for you these days? Yeah, I think just more out of convenience. Um, mm. I'm a pretty forgetful person because I know I'll be losing pens. Okay. So <laughs> and if not the book, but I think it's more out of convenience um, for me that, um it's you know your phone's right there um mm. yeah that that that's where i'm at with that anyway yeah. okay okay you know i think when i first followed you um mm. on social media you had a different i mean now it's your said no i mean sorry fam let me explain that's your name it is your name, mm. but I mean your yeah. like your stage name. <laughs> is it a stage name? Your okay, okay. Let me just shut up. Do you know what I'm talking about? There was a name change, yep. and I want to yep. know what was your reason behind it. Is it more about the branding, or is it yeah? Um, okay, no, that's all good, Rosa. I think for me, um, I I used to go by the the name MC Old Soul. Um, that's it. Sorry, that's it. I was like, what's the name? Yes, <laughs> that's all good. Um, yeah, I went by that name for a few years, um, but I, I I wasn't too keen on the idea of coming with coming out as Siose. Um, okay. I had someone close at the time. Um, well, actually, I'm just saying it, it was it was Riz. He was like, mm. "Man, double, you know, like, man, when I hear you um, in your tracks, man, I, I hear Siose." Like, I know you came in as MC Old Soul, but have you ever looked at, um, you know, going by your real name? And I was like a bit conflicted at the time, only because that's my grandfather's name. Uh... So in a, I mean, out of respect, 
Plus, I was a bit worried because people struggled with the enunciation of Siose mm. at the time when I was on the shore. So, um, out of respect for my grandfather, I kind of had to put a bit of thought into it before letting it go. But then, um, who I am outside, as you know, outside of being an artist, I'm one and the same. So I'm like, I finally, after a few months, decided, you know, I'm gonna come out as Siose and. To be honest, it's the best thing, the best choice that I made. And it's pretty cool because it's kind of been a catalyst for others out there to kind of drop the the the, the stage name um, mm. and, and go by their actual name. So I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, a, a bit um, conflicted at the time, but I, I'm glad that I made the choice. And um, yeah, I'm here as Yosse now, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Like, and I think it was a really great choice. Like, I totally support that because when... Uh, not I'll say nothing against your old name. I was just saying mm. when it changed, like yeah. it, that made more sense. I mean, all I mm. knew was you through your music, and yeah. just from yeah. what I see because I follow you on social media. When yeah. you made the name change, I was like, "Yo, that that makes total sense." <laughs> and it's like you didn't that, wait. That's why I forgot what your other name was. I was like, when I was <laughs> asking so the question, I was like, "Gosh, Rosa, what was the other name?" Oh, thank God you said it. There. I was like, "What?" I asked the question what, and can't remember the former more, name. Eh? What's more important is that you know the name now. So that's <laughs> exactly. that's exactly <laughs> exactly that's what's up, fam. You heard it here, man. Siose, that's the name. How would you describe the music that you typically create? Or mm. yeah, um, I think for myself, um, like I said earlier, um. It originally started as a as a form of uh, expression, like therapy for myself to be able to articulate and um, let people know, you know, how I was feeling at that at that point of time in my life. Um, yeah, it's um, I think it's it's thought provoking. Um, it's more so that I put it out there for people to. Uh, connect or it resonate with them because people don't actually know man we all have a lot of similarities or all going through similar experiences and you know having someone um being able to articulate that um i hope that they can reach out to someone and, and connect with them to think man i thought i was the only one going through this mm -hmm. but you know the bros out here you know are trying to normalize um these feelings and yeah i think again it's just come from life experience but i think this is just a phase in my life right now you know things could look a lot different in in the next couple of years you might not hear the deeper meaningful uh dalanoa version of of siosa you know they could easily change but um for those reasons you know um i feel that that's been always been my 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 perspective or my angle of my music is just hoping that it would reach others and serve them and and and, and support them um mm. yeah mm. yes okay um a wordsmith has a gift they're a school for writer uh they're able to use vocabulary mm. in an eloquent way when did you mm. know that you had a gift of words um and and you know how do you how have you been able to get better at writing mm. like being a wordsmith i mean yeah like do you you gotta know a lot of vocabulary no doubt yeah so yeah tell us a little bit about your journey there 
I think in the earlier years, to be honest, I wasn't as um, where I am right now. Um, to be honest, I just put it down to work and uh, working hard on the craft, just fine-tuning it. Man, I think of the earlier years of a lot of the videos that I dropped, you know, I look back, um, I listen back to some of that stuff and I'm like, ooh. But again, like I said, you got to start somewhere. But I think just over time and being able to be around great influences, um, as you may touch on, like being in the NAV space for Tekaranga Trust, seeing the youngins mm. and how talented they are on structuring and putting their words together, like it makes you feel like, man, I'm going to go home and like, keep working um and you know having inspirations like the likes of riz around and uh mallow diggy mm. and uh you know all these real just gifted polynesians that are so good at articulating their their um their work or their 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 raps it's just you can't help but want it more you know mm. you, you see it around you you just you see how well they do it. And, you know, I, I feel like it's not even a competitive thing. It's more like you see them, it inspires you to want to do more. And to be honest, in the last couple of years, that's what it's been for me. And I'm still fine-tuning it. Mm. But, you know, I'm a lot far forward than I was, say, three years ago. So, yeah, let's just put it down. It takes a lot of hard work. But um, vocabulary sort of just comes along, you know. You, mm early stages you're just rhyming for the sake of rhyming you got fillers to like sort of just take up i guess space or time in the music but if you want to be able to deliver a story you need to be quite onto it with being able to articulate yourself but but yeah that's that's my my take mm. on that anyway mm. are you um so having a way of words like that as a wordsmith mm. can i just ask this side note like do you are you um like writing it is one thing, but are you a mm. are you a quick thinker and that you can like I'm thinking like battle rap freestyle, you know, get mm. into it with like is that you or is it more about the creative processes for you is like the actual it's the writing of it. You're not mm. like you know, because some rappers, some MCs are quick yeah. with words yeah. and yeah, I mean they're spitting it out and they are battle rapping mm. and doing that. Like, are you able to do that or yeah, I don't know, like freestyle just off the top of your head. For me, man, I'll give freestyling a go. Um, mm. That is, uh, um, that isn't my my sort of how would you say it? That's not that's not my my strengths. Yeah, uh, yeah. Strength. I thought I asked. It's different for everyone, right? Yeah, but I will give it a go. Like okay. I'm not I'm not someone that shies away from it. Like yeah. I'll still give it a go. But yeah, more. The writing for me is I always take from how I'm feeling on the day. Mm. Like a lot of the demos that I drop, that's on the day. I'll I'll smash that out real quick because I'm feeling some particular way. I probably right. seen something. Um, I draw off the energy on the day. So mm. yeah, that may that process may look different to others, but energy for me is everything. Because if you can feel it naturally, the words are gonna speak for themselves. They're gonna right. come out. And that's that's been my process, yeah. Mm. And do you write every day, or do you try and um, perhaps not creating something new mm. every day, but just get continuing to write and and yeah. Yep, 
So for me, um, I'm definitely doing that every second day. Uh, it's not mm. an everyday thing. I reckon the earlier years, like late 2000, uh, 2021, uh, 2022, I was writing every day. I was up mm. to like, you know, right from, I had the time, I'll do it right from midday right to early hours of the morning just because I wanted it that bad. Right. I right. wanted to make sure that when I come out, like, I, I put on the work. I earned to be where where I am. And, mm. yeah, nowadays I can kind of be more laxed about yeah. it, be more relaxed about it. So it's more more like every second, maybe third day of the week, at least twice, three times a week I'm writing. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And do, are you making, do you make your own beats? I know you've been dropping, do you drop your mm. demos, like you said? Um, yeah. Do you make your own beats? Like, uh that's something i wish i did um mm. but a lot of it is um yeah just sort of seeing what's online and then right, and right. using and, it um okay and yeah sort of going um from there but yeah, yeah um my latest project that i'm sure that we go into i was very fortunate to to collaborate with uh with, with the person, but I'd like to introduce okay. them properly. Tell us about the latest project. Mm. Fam, if you're watching or listening, check it out. Um, you will not regret it, man. Like, seriously, this mm. is some good storytelling and good music out there, so check it out. But, bro, just uh, fill us in. Like, yeah, cool. latest project. So, um, our latest... Um, I'm saying our, because... Um, mm. Yeah, shout out to Spure. Um, yeah, man, he's, he's killing it at the moment with his whole from outside um team mm. um yeah dope the dopest at the moment that's doing things um so shout out to you spew um yeah we we came together the the whole uh, concept or idea was just to um i guess show my identity in the game and what mm. i had to bring to the table that i was content and everything that um was in that project that that came from me you know the 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 tears I shed writing the music for that and mm. um right down to the studio time sitting in with Spure, you know, it was all organic, mm. um, good intentions. Um we went off fill if it was something that we weren't something particular in that beat or something I was writing that I wasn't too happy with. Mm. I'll change it. Just went all it went all off feeling, eh? And yeah, it was it's just a self entitled EP it's just um it's a reflection on who i am uh, identity to who Celsius is and um i did my best to showcase that and um mm. the bro on on uh, on um production mm. uh, uh, that's a strong team there and i'm very proud of it and i'm proud of the way that it came up but yeah mm. uh check it out fam i mean if you go on Sios's page, like you'll see him constantly dropping demos and things and just the lead up to different projects that he's dropping, um, you know, entrepreneurial pursuits and whatnot, but definitely check out the music. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Like, I think for me, like when I first started following you, like I didn't know your music at all. Mm. Um, but man, there's, there's definitely takeaways there. And like, mm. you'll hear things fam that will resonate. And then just not even that, like, listen, to the storytelling, you know, mm. listen to the power of words, like you will not be disappointed. So, you know, if, if anything, if you, you know, share it on your social media or just connect with us, your sets, connect with the artists, um, 
connect with the producers. You will not be disappointed, fam. Mm. Trust me. So, yes, check it out. Okay, so I want to talk about building community and youth mm. mentorship. As you mentioned earlier, or at least alluded to it, you know, the work that you're doing with Navigators, you mm. know, shout out to, um, I mean, let me stop and let you take over here. Tell <laughs> us about your involvement in the Navigators program. Yeah. Who are these awesome folks that you're working with? Cool. Yeah, man, um, massive shout out to Tekaranga Trust. Um, I've been working with them for close to five years now. Mm. And, um, yeah, we pretty much, uh, um, we're a bit of a creative community. Um, originally, it started as a, as a program, um, but uh, the head office at the time was based in uh, up in Karangahape Road. They were known as, oh, are still known as KFM. Mm. Um, shout out to, to, uh, to Will. Um, he's uh, um, my manager. Um, and the whole team at Tekaranga Trust, what we do is, yeah, it's based around creativity. So the program was for um, for youth, mainly youth, um, to be able to come into a space that was um, safe, not judgmental, um, just a space for, 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 for youth to know that it's okay for them to be themselves. Um, it originally started that, uh, that way. And now it's kind of grown with, even our team have grown. Uh, we also uh, facilitate programs for alternative education that works around what youth would like to do. I mean, we've done uh, graffiti, we've done um, uh, Taonga Poro, like um, many sort of um, youth empowering or um, things that our youth can, um, can connect to. And, mm. and, and, and help them um, know that they have options, that they're not just a normal um, school cur cur curriculum. Um, mm. it's, you know, that's not for everyone. You're going to mm. have a whole lot of people that may look at creativity as their way. So for Tekaranga Trust, we've been able to give those options. But yeah, it's mainly for youth um, of creativity but it's not just based off that eh? it's um mm. we try to create a space where you know we can connect with them first it's about connection and then we build off that yeah mm. can you tell us just for those who are watching or listening how can they get in touch uh well in auckland for uh how can they connect with the program or with any of you what what, what cool. should they do sweet so um we've got um uh, handles on um Instagram as well right. as Facebook. So it's just Tekaranga Trust um, yeah. dot co dot nz or yeah, just Tekaranga Trust. Yeah. If you yeah, if you um are on any of those platforms you can find it. Um mm. and even myself, um, I'm I'm sure at some point I'll share the handle. But if you have any questions, there's there's a whole lot of us that are working that I'm sure um that you may be familiar with. But if not, just put in Tekaranga Trust on IG. Or Facebook mm. and all come up, yeah. Mm. You know, what are some important lessons that you've learned from, you know, obviously mentorship, you're there. And mm. you've kind of, uh, you've alluded to this earlier in the podcast. Mm. You are role modeling, you're impacting the lives of the young. But when you see these young people and, and what they are sharing, mm. what are some important lessons or an important lesson that you've taken away? Not yeah. just as an artist and creative, but even as a father, you know, mm. watching these young folks. Yeah. 
to be honest, connection is everything. If you're not going to be able to connect with them and be at their level, it's going to be quite difficult to to go or do anything else. Um, just being able to, you know, it might be just something as simple as playing ping pong or jumping mm. on a game and playing with them, just nurturing the relationship between yourself and and the young one that you're, you, you know, you're with. Um, that for me, and just seeing that role model through um, a few of um, the dope work colleagues that I work with, just seeing them in action and being able to take that in, um, that's that's really been a massive thing for me that's helped me with my, my career, so to speak, with the youth. It's just connection is everything, man. You're not going to get anywhere um, if you if you don't have that. Yeah. Mm. I want to, um, yeah, again, shout out to all the amazing folks uh, that you are working with, mm. uh, you know, at, at the trust, but also, you know, with the Navigators program, like it's been, for me, as someone who's who's been following uh, uh, quite a few of you, but the work, mm. not just with the music, but the creative uh, pursuits that you guys are doing, the projects with these young folks, the program has really evolved um, yeah. over a long period of time. Or some might say in a short period of time, but it's so encouraging, mm. eh? Because you know that um, people out there doing the mahi, and it's important, and you're impacting the lives. Your uh, the program mm. is very intentional. Um, you've yep. said you know connection is everything, and it's like for someone who follows all of that, it's really yeah. cool to see what you guys are doing, eh? Like it's not just growing. Um, I mean, it's growing. The it's allowing space for these young folks mm. to dream. And to yep. and to make their music happen, you know, to yeah. start somewhere, right? Like get yeah, that start that 100%. perhaps, like you said yourself, you know, you didn't even have that back in your day, and mm -hmm. you, you get to these young folks. I mean, you guys are planting the seeds; they're reaping these yeah. benefits, and it's so encouraging. Eh? Like, I yeah. shout out to all of you, flowers to the folks that you're working with, <laughs> and just you know, keep thriving, keep doing that because it's it's so cool to see. Eh? So yeah. you know i want to go and take it over to talanoa tuesdays um you know mm. we can't have this podcast and not talk about uh <laughs> you and um uh rizvan shout out north mm. city rizzy that's what's up <laughs> uh co-facilitating over at taro patch mm. creative i mean fam check the bio all this information will be in there can you share the purpose of talanoa tuesdays how did you cool. and rizvan get on board with that and is it connected to the navigators Cool. Um, also, just wanted to shout out Benza, who's also a part of our oh. team. Yeah, much shout love to, to, Benza, to, to my love, Benza. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I, I think originally um, it was it was actually going to be a little different. Um, mm. I can't really go too much into detail, That's but okay. I I think it was more of an extension of the Dalanoa that we would have in our programs, but mm. it kind of got to a point because these these groups were getting quite big that um we, we couldn't really further our program and it, mm. it took much time so we had to kind of cap our time um so it's more of an extension and we've seen even grown uh grown fathers that you know i mean much older um mm. come through and we see how it benefits them to be able to um you know, come and just have an outlet to to talk on the week that's been, you know, or their struggles mm. that they're having. And myself and Rizzy and Benza would try to dissect that and see how we can support um, that person or our participants. So it's really just a, 
uh, extension or just a, a longer time period of being able to just talk um, mm. about anything and everything that, you know, we just, we put it out, we, we, we keep it open and we just try our best to support the best way that we can. Um, through Dalano and yeah, that's that's mm. that's what we've been doing in that space. Um, shout out to the Taro Patch Creative too. Um, that's been um, allowing us to be in that space. So homely as, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so wholesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah. When I um came home in August, I I think oh my brother had a there was a meeting there for some Moana Pacifica um oh, creatives, cool. and I went along. Bro, that space is yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that. It's like nanas or Oi, <laughs> for real, bro. Like honestly, it was so comfortable. Eh? Like I really felt like like I hadn't I had followed it online and just but to actually be in that space and knowing that yeah. you guys were doing these things, I mean Yeah. So good. Yeah, shout out to Taro Patch Creative, man. Like uh, allowing, you know, community, our people just to go in there and use the spaces. It's massive, bro. Hey, eh? like it's Facts. massive. It's, it's, it's such a dope space, man. Yeah. And again, shout out to the Bro Benza. Um, you know, we have hearty banter about the Warriors and the Broncos, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still crying about that. And um, but yeah, shout out to the bro. And if you don't follow him, go follow him because even his story about being a creative and the writing that he does, mm. but just also the inspirational work that he does as a, you know, Paralympian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. folks. he's a great human being, man. Yes, like, yes. And he would say that too. It's all about just being human for others. And yes. that guy leads by example, man. Shout out. Absolutely, man. He doesn't miss about to go check him out, follow him. I'll actually put, I'll put these guys, I'll put their, uh, their uh, Instagram handles. Like you will not regret it, fam. Like, <laughs> inspirational uh we've got to give people like that you know give the brothers their flowers i want to talk about Andrew. curated by siose this is also going to be in the bio and we kind of at the beginning talked about entrepreneurship you know i asked siose describe siose the entrepreneur mm. um but yeah. tell us about your merch and these little projects because they're mm. it's huge man tell us take us yep. there what yeah um I think for me it was like um, I also need to look at um, some sort of creativity outside mm. of um, the music because um, we do have our days as 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 um, artists where you kind of want to have a bit of a break from the music and um, like I said earlier I used to be someone that that loved to draw um, but I still had you know I I was really good at um, I had a great imagination so to speak. And I was I was lucky enough to um to to connect. I had so many ideas on what I wanted to do with the merch. I wanted it to be able to identify me, what I'm about, what I represent. Um, I wanted to to I wanted legacy. You know, I wanted something um that reflects who I am and and what I'm doing. So um, yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to connect with Mongers. Um, should be tagged in almost anything that you see on the page, mm. uh, created by Siose. Um, she's dope, she's young, she's Tongan Maori, also. So, mm. um, yeah, love to see her shine and what she does. But yeah, I pretty much came to her with all these ideas that represented more so the culture and what the culture has meant for me, especially in the last three years. I wanted to be able to do that and represent, um, you know, our small island of Tonga. 
mm. um, and represent my family. And, you know, the, the ta'ovala, which is a mat that you wear in Tongan culture, um, when you have that as the eldest, you know, you have an importance in the family when you're going to um, certain events. And that's that's what I drew from that. I felt like, mm. man, I'm proud. You know, this one I get to um, wear my culture, another I get to represent my family. And um, a few times of a lot of content that I've put out, I've always dressed in that attire to to put on for 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 Tonga. And it's mm. it's not a it's not out of ego. It's more out of being proud of of my my country and um, more so. I've got nieces and nephews, you know. I've got my son. I want them to look at their culture and be proud. Like, mm -hmm. wow, you know. I didn't want them to be as disconnected as I was. So, you know, I've put, um, yeah, put, put together a few things with the, with the merch. One of, this is one of them, you know. I've got all versions of myself and my son um, mm -hmm. on, a, on a whala, um, which is like a Tongan or Samoan or Fijian mat. Um, I wanted to put those elements in there to 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 represent, but yeah. Okay, that's what's up. You can check the bio, uh, check the IG handle, get connected. I know that you do limited drops, so fam, you got to mm. get in quick. You got Hard. to get in quick. Um, don't miss out. Look out for that. And <laughs> I also want to then talk about Lost Legacy of Siose. Mm. You know we love books. We, you know yeah. we love reading. We're advocates Yo. for reading here on the Reads of Russell podcast. So we couldn't do this yeah. without highlighting <laughs> issue number one. Um, I mean, this guy here, comic book right here. So <laughs> tell us about Legacy of Siose and, and how Yo. this came about because it's cool, bro. I'm expecting more issues from you. We need to highlight Hi. this. I know yep. pressure. So, <laughs> no pressure. But um, yeah, I guess that's why I've uh, pulled this out. Um, I hope you guys can all see that. Um, oh. The whole purpose of it is originally like I wanted to. Uh, I wanted I wanted my son to have his issue, but I thought I needed to tell my own story and. Mm. The, the legacy of, of Siosi is, is mainly based on um, sort of like the, uh, the the awakening of the version or who I am today. I wanted mm. to explain um, the story of the legacy of Siosi still here. It's more based around like hardship and getting to where I am today. And so there's, there's like the good and the bad version of myself and the bad version sort of comes back. Mm. Uh, my past, so to speak, comes to haunt me and um, is trying to take out the version, the best version of myself today. So I wanted to um, articulate that through a story. And I thought, man, a comic, like I'm someone that loved, enjoyed comics, didn't, didn't really read them or just went through the, through the, um, the pages. Um, mm. But I wanted something that um, captured the story. It's more about the message um if anything it's cool that i have some dope um dope illustrations of the comic but in my head it was about how can this support others mm. how how can i present this idea of the comic this message how can i make it powerful um and you know of course when you see dope pictures and whatnot you want to know what the, the plot is about the story is mm. about and um, I think what we were able to do and come together with 
um, it showcases that, like, it's, it's, it's the message of, you know, um, overcoming your past and that you're trying your best to move forward. Um, and in the legacy of Sose still here, I reckon we captured it the best way that we could. And, yeah, it's dope, man. Like, it's really inspired others to do other things too. Um, but, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's where we've come. We've come a long way. But, mm. um, yeah, again, um, my handles, when we share that, where you see it in the bio, that's where you can find it. But, yeah, that's sort of a summary of, yeah, of, of legacy of Sose. Nice. And in terms of the illustrations, uh, because mm. even the cover is super dope, like, uh, mm. did you collab with the illustrations? Uh, remind us again, like, yeah, yeah. who should people be hearing about? Like, I mean, not just with yeah. your curator, Vice Yosef, but I mean, yeah. you're working with some amazing folks. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, it's a cool way. I think for me, um, yeah, massive shout out to Among Us. Um, mm. She'll be tagged in everything that I do that that has been illustrated, that it's all been mm. by her. She's amazing talent. Uh, originally from East Auckland, but is out south side now. But mm. again, yeah, she's she's Maori um, Tongan. And um, yeah, just the way she can, she works real fast. Um, she, yeah, she's just, she's just so dope, man. And I, I wanted to be able to use my platform to bring her up and what yeah. she does. And that's what we do. We empower, we yeah. showcase the talent that we have here. And um, she did it. She killed it. There's so many um, people and, and, and names out there um, that were just like, bro, like, honest to who you got a comic mm. and look how amazing this looks. So, right. yeah, shout out to Among Us, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it's about. You know, we do that, right? It's about uplifting. Mm. It's about bringing up these young artists, like super talented, giving them their flowers. Very important. I love that you're doing that, bro super important um you know imposter syndrome we talk about this all the time mm. um how do you handle that do you handle that well are you always questioning yourself and spaces that mm. you're in or are you now at a point in your life where you're like you know what whatever we're doing this i'm yeah. I'm, I'm here because i deserve to be in this space i yeah. have achieved yeah. this mm. i've done that i think for me i'm just at a point in my life of just being content like mm. I'm just only in control of what of myself and what I can do. Like however that looks like with others, like you know, mm. that's that's out of my power. Like I just focus on myself and what I'm doing. Mm. Um but yeah, I think it's just because I, I had been through a lot, there's a lot of things I needed to figure out for myself. And yeah, I'm just at a level of contentness that you know, man, I'm just like any other person out here, I'm just trying to live life and, mm. and, and trying to be the best version of myself. And um, if it's something negative that doesn't serve me, mm. um, then that's not, that's not going to help me. And, and that's going to come out negative with where it be me being a, a father or um, a youth mentor or in my music. I have to make sure that I'm good. So, yeah. Mm. You're part of a duo. You're mm. in a group, yeah. Asuna. Yeah, yeah. So, tell us, I, 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 this, I totally missed this, but what is the good. story behind that? Cool. So, um, yeah, shout out again to um, the Doko Yasi music. Um, man, he's a young cat. Um, I'm definitely older than him. Um, mm. Yeah, he's a, he's a, oh, man, he's dope. Uh, 
just being so young and, 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 and making moves the way that he has. And he has such a massive heart. And I think for me, that's important to me to, mm. with a lot of artists, because, you know, before, before the art form, it's the, it's who are they as people, mm. you know, what's their heart like? And I've been very fortunate to link up with um, Iyasi Music. But as soon as I just came across one day in the week, we were just like, man, would you be keen to collaborate? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He he's from the west side. He's from um he's from the west side of Auckland. He's from Avondale. Um and man, it just it made sense. We, you know, we we threw on a couple of beats, we came together, we came together. Um and Asuna was really a name that I came up with. Um it means to dispel spells that are like of um uh uh, a negative um where mm. um i don't know for those that are big on final fantasy but i was really really um big on final fantasy growing up um and that particular spell sort of eliminates or alleviates negative spells mm. so that's where the meaning came from it, it was almost like a remedy or healing asuna means so okay. for our own music that's been a massive part of um our healing um and yeah we thought that was the perfect name and our music shows that too um but yeah that's how we came up with asuna and, and me and yassi linking up that's cool you can also check uh the bio connect with the brothers like for real i mean seriously man <laughs> i think through originally through rizvan i was able to connect with a lot of just yeah. these amazing well someone like yourself benza just these amazing creatives artists mm. music that's out there that I just didn't know before. So yep. trust me, fam, you will not be disappointed. Connect, connect, connect. Uh, what's the best advice you'd be given as an artist? Oh man. There's there's been quite a quite a bit of in my time. Um mm. so I'd rather say maybe in more present time. Yep. Um again, um this person know who knows who he is, but Back in the day, man, I was ultimate, the ultimate procrastinator. Like I just was too much of a perfectionist to let things go. Hmm. But I got to a point again, uh, again, of being content in myself to just, just keep shooting. You gotta keep shooting. You're gonna miss a whole lot, but hmm. when you shoot, or yeah, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta be consistent. You gotta work. The more that you shoot, you know, the more chances of you, you know, something coming of that or you getting it in. But yeah, a massive thing for me is just, you just got to keep shooting. You know, you're going to mm. miss a lot, but you won't know, you know, all that practice like curry, like you right. think of curry, like people forget that he missed so many times before he became one of the best at shooting three pointers and whatnot. Mm. So you just got to, you got to allow that time to keep shooting. But also, it's okay to miss, but just keep shooting until things hit. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, is there a genre of music that moves your soul? Yeah. I, I got to say neo, neo soul or mm. R&B. Like, before the raps, man, slow jams was my go-to. Like, you think of boys to men, like... Uh, you were that guy, huh? Serenading. <laughs> you were that guy serenading oh, someone at the window, guy, huh? <laughs> I, I didn't have the nicest voice like these guys, but for me, like it was more the feeling, man. You know, yeah. I had no business listening to what these guys are singing, but 
like for me, it was more the feeling I felt in like um, mm. it's nostalgic. It takes me back to a time. Um, it, it takes me back to my younger years, more so. But it's the feeling about it, neo soul. Like just to throw it out there, like people like D'Angelo, music soul yeah. child. Like yeah, that for me was you know, I, I still love that music to this day. So yeah, for me to move the soul and whatnot, like yeah, definitely, definitely neo soul and R and B. Okay, that's what's up. Um, you know, I have I have to ask this. I had Big Seema on here, and I, we talked about this top five MCs yeah. of all time, and he was like, "Don't anyone judge me." So <laughs> I, I'm gonna push it out your ways and ask you top five MCs. Top five of all time. All no time. judgments, fam. Okay. No judgments. All good. Um, I'll definitely have to put up Nas. Um, Nas was a definitely a big influence. Um, and um, a majority of them be from America. Um, another black thought from the mighty, the roots, mm. um, I'll have to say, uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, the bro CL Smooth. Um, I just loved what he, he was doing, how, he, um, his cadence, the way he rapped, um, a guru from Gangstar, and I have to put Riz up there, man. Like, okay. yeah, that, that'll be, I'm pretty sure I gave you five, but yes, yeah, it'll be, It'll be Nas, Black Thought, Guru, and Rizzy. What was that just for? No, that's I think fine. That was uh, just you said Pete Rockers. Oh, did you miss that oh, one? Oh, yeah. CL Smooth. Rock. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, yeah, CL Smooth. Okay, okay. All good. There we have it. That's the top Ooh. five. Don't come for him, fam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Self care. How do you take care of your, um, you know, you're doing all this work in these community spaces? Mm. Uh, working, you know, you've got your family to look after. How do you take care of your mental health and well-being? Um, yeah. yeah, I think for me, um, it's just being able to find um, time for yourself. Where it be, I understand everyone's situation is different. Like where it be, fam, um, uh, yeah, you know, being a father or being in a relationship, but you know, just finding some time in the day to even if it's just an hour to. Um, have a break for me. I love being by the water. Mm. Uh, something about water just, it makes me feel still. Um, obviously, uh, uh, music just, man, even a sleeping, to be honest, is like, mm. that works wonders for you, man. Um, just, yeah, those are the few things that I, I manage and, um, yeah, making, making time also for myself to, to socialize. I have a very small circle that I'm able to go and talk about um you know um some deep things or um you know that encourage me or support me i have a really great circle of friends for that so um yeah for me that that's how how i deal with it yeah okay cool and you have a book recommendation for us yeah so um it's it's by uh jimmy hunt this particular book um a bit mental by jimmy hunt like I feel like it was a modern day spin on what was relevant of today, rather it be just mm -hmm. a self-help book that was based off all these, uh, maybe they did some sort of census or some sort of um, statistic or some real deep uh, analysis or, or, on human behavior. It just, mm -hmm. it really put things into perspective and, and, and also into New Zealand, like uh, being from Aotearoa, like, the culture of what he spoke about, he was dealing with a lot, but he also spoke gems on how he dealt with his mental well-being and 
I just, mm. yeah, I just think it's, it was such a powerful book. Um, and it, it more resonated because it was from Aotearoa. Mm. So, um, yeah, very relevant. A lot of uh, things in that, that book for me that stood out that made me think, man, I, I thought I was the only person dealing with this, but mm. he was able to put that together in a book and, yeah. That, that's that, that's my recommendation, eh? Yeah, shout out chick, to me, yeah. huh? Check it out, fam. <laughs> um, great book recommendation for us this week. Um, what can we expect from Curator by Siose? What can we expect from Lass? Is there another issue coming up? They're mm. nearing the end of the year. What can we yep. expect? Or is it something in the new year coming? Cool. So, yeah, definitely got a few things um, lining up at the moment. Um, I'm about to go into issue two of um, oh. of loss, and um, again, it's just going to be about the message, um, mm. sort of the come up, or um, so to speak, of um, how the stories sort of come together. Mm, um, mm, and mm. the merch, man, I've already got enough stuff to last for a long time, so okay. you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more of that, a lot more cool ideas that um, identify back to culture, uh, legacy, mm. um, family. Um, and, you know, that's just reflective of what is very close to me in my heart and mm. um, keeps me driven on what I do um, are, are, are those main points. But definitely a lot coming. Yeah, issue two on its way. Um, yeah, you keen, Lincoln, and um, yeah. I'll suss you up, man. I got you. Yeah. And, and, and you can always check my stories. Like, I just continue to share. I mean, I just want to say, like, because, you know, this is episode 118 that we're wow. dropping here with Siose. And when I say that, you know, I didn't say it lightly, the, the people that mm. have come through the show, like, it's not just a, it's a one-off thing. Like, I, I truly do like to share in their victories and, and as much as I can, whenever I'm online, mm. trying just to share, like, yourself, just share the mahi, the work um, that you are all doing, you know, like, mm. I just don't forget you know, once you're part of the Reads of Rossa family, our podcast mm. family, that's it. We're for life, fam. Okay, that's dramatic. But what and I mean I know, is, I, you know. Yeah. I know you've been doing that, Rosa, and um, to everyone that has been tuning in, she's really provided a platform for um, creatives to be able to share. And, you know, yeah, thank you so much for even having me on here, Rosa. Like, man, and you have been supporting from day dot, and I'm sure you're doing the same for everyone else. So, yeah, much love to yeah, you. Yeah, man, like yeah, mad you. flowers to everyone. Uh, for uh, it's all good, bro. Because you know, it's 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 you know, I love doing it because I do appreciate the time that people have given mm. me just to even come on the platform and just yeah. to be able to say, "Yo, bro, you're episode one hundred and eighteen, and everyone mm. that's come before that." I just love to see the little victories, um, you know, but mm. when we say victories, it doesn't come without challenges. You know, I'm seeing, you know, I see people, I see the struggle yeah. and what everyone's trying to do. And this is just like my advocacy work that I'm trying to do is just to, you know, continue to uplift and just mm. give flowers to, to our artists, to our creatives, to our educators, just to the everyday person that is out there doing their work. And mm. um, in saying this, I also just, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of the show, but I, cool. you know, I must just, Acknowledge the work again that you're doing out there with your um you. with Thank your you. circle and collective, bro. Yeah. You know, keep thriving, keep doing what you're doing, keep writing, keep mm. putting your music out there, keep putting those <laughs> designs and and you yeah. know 
it's like there is no limit to the potential mm. that our 100%. Pacifica folks have that you have, bro. So I want to thank you so much for just being open to coming on the show. I know we've been trying to do this for quite a so while good. now and finally to be able to link up and 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 just put you on blast, bro. <laughs> Man, I'm thank you so bro. much you know i'm a fan thank i am a fan truly first and foremost so mm. mad respect a lot of respect for what you do just keep going you know like mm. you like you've alluded to right throughout there's been ups and yeah. downs but what's most important bro like you mentioned is currently this is where you are this is the yeah. space that you yep. are at now so thank you again thank i'm gonna you. hand it over to you bro i will Ooh. continue to follow your journey much aloha cool. to you and your family yeah. Hand it over to you. Drop final gems. Final wrap up gem. the show, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out uh, Rosa one time. Just like, you know, you, like I had explained earlier, you have been a part of this journey for the longest and you have been supporting. And I just want to thank you for being able to give your time and your energy. You know, there's a time difference from here in Auckland, um, Aotearoa and, and Japan. Um, yeah, uh, love what you're doing. Um, you're, you're providing a platform for uh, for creatives and, and Polynesians, Indigenous. And um, yeah, everyone, just keep pushing at what you're doing. It's going to take some time, but you just got to keep at it, man. But yeah, much love from uh, Siose and yeah, peace and love to everyone. Eh? Yeah, mahalo.